Welcome to Creative MKE, a conversation show from Imagine MKE, where we talk to creative leaders in Milwaukee and beyond to highlight all the incredible transformative power of their work in our region. We hope that after listening to the pod, you'll be able to imagine our city's arts and culture ecosystem and all the awesome artists, organizations, and creative assets within it in a new way. I'm your host, Elizabeth Gasparka. Hey there, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to Creative MKE. This week, I am so pleased and excited to share with you a conversation with Britt Nicole. Britt is a spoken word artist, community healer, performer, musician, and facilitator based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. She's the author of a book of poetry entitled Moods, Melanin, and Magic, a Manifesto. The performer and writer behind the spoken word poetry album, Nocturnal Butterfly, and was voted the Shepherd Express's Milwaukee Author of the Year in 2022. Britt Nicole was also the featured poet in this year's 414 Day video, a production from Imagine MKE, which was produced and directed by Johnson Media Consulting. Britt Nicole's poem, Chosen, is an embodied message from Milwaukee herself. Speaking to her artists and creatives in her poem, she says, My only ask of you is that you never lose your identity behind the opinions of others, remembering that your blueprint is uniquely yours. In the poem, she urges artists not to be burdened by their gifts, but instead to embrace them. Britt Nicole speaks in our conversation in an incredibly moving and straight-up inspired way about her own journey to honoring her own gifts and the unique wellspring of inspiration and talent that she finds herself surrounded by and animated by within Milwaukee's creative sector. If you haven't yet, please check out this year's 414 Day video. It features artists from all stages of development across many different artistic disciplines. The gorgeous footage features talent from arts organizations including Kothi Dance Company, St. Kate Arts Hotel, Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design, Milwaukee Youth Arts Center, Milwaukee Youth Symphony Orchestra, First Stage, and Milwaukee Ballet, as well as artist Jeff Zimple. You can access it at imaginemke.org slash 414day or on Imagine's Vimeo channel or our Instagram page or Facebook page. While you're there, please like it, love it, share it, and help us spread the celebration of the awesome creativity that is alive in Milwaukee through this video tribute. Britt Nicole is a spoken word artist, community healer, performer, musician, and facilitator based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Her first feature performance was in August 2013 at Brewing Grounds for Change. That same year, Britt co-founded Pentastic, one of the longest-running open mics in her hometown. Since then, Britt has taken her talents to Poetry Unplugged, Marcus Center for the Performing Arts, Middle Earth MKE, Imaginary Heroes events, churches, Voltage Teen Slam, Broken Genius, and many more. When she's not performing, you can catch Britt hosting an open mic such as Lyrical Sanctuary or other community gatherings such as a game night or writing workshop. Nicole is currently an artist in residence at Arts at Large, which has provided her 
with more opportunities to connect with Milwaukee's communities through her art. After the break, stick around for my conversation with Britt Nicole. Welcome, Britt, to Creative MKE. Thank you so much for having me. Happy 414 Day also. (laughs) Yes, happy 414 Day. By the time everyone's listening to this, it will be a little bit in the afterglow of Milwaukee Day. But hey, it's Milwaukee Day every day when you live in Milwaukee, right? (laughs) Yes, it is. So Britt, I'm so excited to speak with you about your artwork, your poetry, your music, your multifaceted artistic career. But before we jump into that, I would love to invite you to share with our listeners a short story of an arts experience that left a strong imprint on you. Absolutely. So I used to go to UW Parkside and there was an organization called the Black Players Guild, we call it BPG. And so we would be in the, uh, like takeover um, lecture halls, uh, one space would be with the writers, one space would be the uh, singers, one would be like another classroom with the dancers. And before I got deep into writing or poetry, I actually used to uh, be with the singers and I would take students who didn't think they could sing or whatever because I love harmonizing and I would take them to the stairways mm. because the acoustics are just sick there. Just mm-hmm. so that one, they could hear themselves like on another level, like they have never heard themselves before but to show them that if you can harmonize, you can sing. If I can harmonize with you, you can sing. And so after a while, I drifted back into the writers with the poems and we were just writing all the time. And I was always, uh, Facebook used to have notes and I was just posting all the time, but it was just (laughs) being around this collective of students. Like we're also, you know, in different majors and we're doing all kinds of other things. But on Monday night from nine until the campus uh, security or police would say, hey, guys, go back to your dorms or university apartment. You know, they would just leave the door. They just like close the door behind you. It was like building that. That was initial community for me in the arts sector. And so it kind of gave me a glimpse like, wow, if I'm doing this and cultivating this in college, what more can I do? I didn't have to go to an art school specifically mm-hmm. to do art. You know, you can major in math, which I didn't. <laughs> But, you know, but you can still, you know, enjoy playing the piano and using your vocals. And so that really kind of changed, shifted the trajectory for me, because then it's like, what do I do when I get back to Milwaukee? Mm. How do I take this back? And so it kind of set the tone for me to connect with these individuals, one being one of my best friends in the entire world. And then we got to do things, you know, we've been doing things together and creating avenues for other artists, especially up and coming artists, but this all started when we were just college students, you know, getting that together. So mm-hmm. that's probably one of like most pivotal moments, you know, and I wasn't even Brit Nicole then, even though that's like my real name. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, I was just Brit, just figuring out who she was as trying to find my, trying to find my confidence in my voice, you know, my identity in my voice. Mm-hmm. And finding yourself amidst a group of people who really mirror that is such a powerful way to kind of come into yourself, right? 
Yes. And seeing what they're doing now, like we all had that starting point together and just seeing all the different things that people are doing, whether it's creative or not. But we were in those trenches cultivating each other together. And the gift never leaves you, you know, like you this embedded in you. So if they ever decide to pick up the pen again or if they decide to take on any stage, they can know that initially that's where we all kind of got our start at. And that was mm. beautiful for me. Mm. I love that. <laughs> so Trace, for our listeners, where you went from that, that sort of intentional community building where you kind of incubated and you learned to, you know, step into your power as an artist. Where did you go with that when you came back to Milwaukee? What kind of communities and structures have you created for yourself here? Yeah. So when I came back to Milwaukee in 2009, um, I got connected to Poetry Unplugged. Shout out to Kwapana Anton Nixon, who was our wonderful host. And I met this amazing village of the dopest scribes that this city or the world, in my opinion, has ever had. Mm. Um, I mean, really became family. And before I started performing, I was just going there to support. I was just so immersed in it. Um, one of my best friends, and we have been friends since middle school, mm. uh, Blue Haze, but I just call him Kendall. Seeing him on the stage, I was like, wait a minute, is that Kendall? I didn't even know he did poetry. And so connecting with our folks, you know, like that. And then um, about 2013, well, before that, I was going to Lyrical Sanctuary that I now host um, and been hosting for almost five years now. It's crazy. Um, but I was just, I didn't even know that this was a thing on UWM's campus, that this was like a thing that people attended. It was like a whole new world to me. I didn't think that this was popping like that in Milwaukee. Mm. And and shout out to my big sister slash mentor slash everything, Dasha Kelly Hamilton, because when I was actually a student at Parkside, the first time I saw like Milwaukee poetry was on Def Jam Poetry and it was her and Dan Vaughn. Mm. And I said, wait, does that say Milwaukee, Wisconsin? <laughs> Milwaukee, Wisconsin is on Def Jam Poetry? I, I didn't know. I just, I didn't know. So it wasn't until I got like back into Milwaukee and just started connecting with folks, but it really set the tone uh, with Poetry Unplugged. And then in 2013, I was gifted um, by Dasha um, my own poetry set called uh, Pentastic. And it ran for seven years and I hosted it for the first four. Mm. And we were just there to build, heal and cultivate. And that's exactly what we did. And from there on, just connected with other folks. I was between 2013 and 2015, I think I was performing at least once a week, every week for like two and a half years. Wow. And connecting with the folks and any open mic, you know, just trying to get my name out there, building with folks, everything like, Hey, I'm here. I got something to say. Can we mm. write together? Can we jam together? And so having that platform and then creating opportunities for folks who may have felt rejected in other spaces, but they felt family, they felt community, they felt village, they felt valued and seen and heard coming to the spaces that we created. That meant a lot for me. And so from there, just connecting with these amazing individuals have got me opportunities that like, honestly, just being at the right place at the right time. Dasha, you know, was over Stillwater's collective, especially with the high schoolers. Mm -hmm. And so Pentastic was like an adult extension of mm -hmm. that, you know, so it's like, okay. And then they also had created something for like the, the middle ages, you know, like, okay, you're not necessarily in high school anymore, but you're not necessarily like 21 but what can we do for you? So like being part of like something that was bigger than me, that was 
incredible to be even to even be entrusted with something like that mm. and from there on I've done other shows and other platforms and been able to connect with people outside of Wisconsin um, that I have grown with and learned from and gleaned from and then you have all these other opportunities like you know um, a, a spoken word artist doing stuff with Milwaukee Opera Theater a mm. spoken word artist you know getting avenues you know being featured on hip-hop albums and I was just featured on a gospel album and like all these things finding place Mm-hmm. finding value in my artistry where I'm at and then how do I cultivate that for more folks you know and so continue to create platforms for platforms that was created for me mm. and then and then I'm still learning and I'm still growing and from there uh shout out to the pandemic we usually don't get give it the credit that is due but it set me down to finally put out a book mm. and so and then I'll, eventually I put out my album you know, and so because I always had something to say and people wanted that, but I was like, I, I never wanted to be this kind of artist. I said, if you didn't see me perform, you just didn't see it, mm. you know? Oh. So then I'm like, wait a minute. They want to, now there's people who carry me in their cars, hmm. in their homes, on their shelves, in their office space. When they just need a, some words of encouragement or something to, to connect with, they're carrying me throughout this city, throughout this, you know, nationwide. That's, that's amazing. And that's what my current thing is. Like when people play the spoken word album on Bandcamp, they're listening, they're using me to give them something that they need to get through their day. It is therapeutic. Mm. You know, it is, he- it is healing work. And so that is where I've been, where I'm at and where I'm continuing to go because how, how much more impact can I create with this time that I have left on this life Mm. with this gift I've been entrusted with because there's just been so many beautiful and it's a beautiful struggle there's a lot of hardships that come with it truthfully but I don't I try not to question it anymore Mm. you know because it's purpose living Mm -hmm. so yeah so powerful thank you for reflecting (laughs) that and thank you for um shout out to your your two publications yeah, so the book is called Moods, Melanin, and Magic, A Manifesto, mm. and the spoken word album is called Nocturnal Butterfly. Thank you. Britt, I'm so struck by what you just shared and uh, the role of community and as an artist, taking your place, learning to take up space, but also learning to give back. Like, I'm I'm really struck by, this feels like a really Milwaukee Milwaukee thing to me just from all the conversations I've been having with artists lately it feels like there's something about this community and this space that it's almost like a a sense of like hospitality or like neighborliness Mm -hmm. like people want to share resources with each other people who have opportunities want to then create opportunities for other people and and platform as you said several times um platform other artists as they are growing and developing. Can you speak a little bit to the uh, the hospitality ethos of Milwaukee since you were born and raised here and how that's influenced you? Yeah, there's such it's such a melting pot in Milwaukee. And we always use the term small walkie because, mm. you know, there has, there's that phrase like there's six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. Honestly, in Milwaukee is like one to two. Right. <laughs> and so and then the artistry community is that much more smaller. Mm. So we need each other. You know, we all can eat, we all can flourish. And I think because Milwaukee gets such a bad rep for so many things, 
I've had the privilege and honor of being part of communities that help address these issues. So it's more than just artistry, it's advocacy. Mm. So like I'm a public allies, Milwaukee alum, shout out to all PA alum, <laughs> you know, um, and I served my, you know, two terms, you know, happily, you know, doing the work. And so that's not always reflected by eyes and ears um, that are not of us. And sometimes the, the narrative is being driven by our own people mm. because they don't see the change being made. But if you show yourself friendly, I'm sure you get that back, you know. I tell people all the time, all you have to do is stay authentic. Your authenticity is either going to draw them in or it's going to draw them out. And either way you win. Mm. But generally your energy, you know, your vibe or whatever, I get told that all the time before they even know my name or what I do or who I am. They just like being around me. It's something about you. It's something that is very inviting. And I don't have, you know, I, I could be resistant and hesitant and all that kind of stuff, but that's generally not who I am. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm human, just like you. I didn't, I'm not assuming anything you shouldn't either. And so I think once they get a taste of what we, who we are and what Milwaukee is doing, like the talent is unmatched here. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks who leave in other spaces and come back is like, man, y'all, I've been out there. <laughs> it's us, it's our time. But just staying open, you know, and I, I think that's what that is. Just staying open and just being a light, you know, no matter how dim it is. And that's I've, I've been compared to, you know, a light or, you know, I give off these friendly vibes and it's just kind of who I am. I, I, I said it last night uh, as hosting uh, while hosting uh, Lyrical Sanctuary. I'm a human icebreaker. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of just make it. Uh, easy for folks to kind of like when people just kind of sit around or stand around don't want to say anything all right so let's talk about this or what about that and now people are like okay good somebody broke the ice you can kind of <laughs> but I don't mind being that because guess what I'm less of a spoken word artist or a poet I am a builder I'm a healer mm -hmm. I'm a connector and a convener so poetry is just a tool that I use it is who I am as a connector I can't help but connect folks to each other, to resources, what have you. I can't help but build. People come to me, you know, I, I consider myself an anchor or a bridge, you know, even if it's just acknowledging somebody with a smile and saying hello to them. Some people don't get acknowledged enough. Mm. So I, but there's a lot of us out here like that. Milwaukee does that. Milwaukee is like a, like a hug. And I, and I, 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 I always when I talk about Milwaukee, I give, I, I personify her as a woman, you know, like a woman who's just been kind of discarded and, 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 you know, just made to feel unworthy, mm. but she's so worthy. There's beauty in our brokenness. Milwaukee might be, has some brokenness like any other space, but it's always highlighted and we don't get to highlight her beauty and her resilience. That's why I put that stuff in the, you know, in the poem, because mm -hmm. it's important you know, that we change that narrative and when we keep pushing that one because like she got some things going on, but she ain't that bad. Come on now. Mm -hmm. like <laughs> You know, so yeah. I love that, Britt. That's fantastic. And what a great segue. So for listeners out there, you probably know this already, but Britt Nicole is our 414 day video poet uh, for this year's video produced by Johnson Media Consulting. And she created the beautiful poem, Chosen. 
And Britt, I would love to just invite you to reflect on that process. You touched on that a little bit as as kind of an anchor to the poem you envision Milwaukee personified. Tell us a little bit about the poem itself, your process for writing it. Uh, give us some glimpses into, into your creation. Absolutely. Uh, well, I was, I was uh, hit up uh, by a friend of mine uh, on lovely social media. Shout out to the Book of Faces to connect me, this beautiful soul that, you know, is part of Johnson Media and um, to be able to put, you know, words to what already had been established, it just made sense. I had some some guidance with the writing prompts that was given to me, but I always kind of had something stirring the pot because I had been having this conversation anyway. Mm. I always talk to other artists about not losing their identity because I lost my identity for a moment and I had to get mm. it back. I had to remember, remind myself who I am, not just as an artist, but as a human, as a, as a creative outside of just art. I create, I am, I inspire. I have to remind myself who I am in my existence of worthiness, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then what my place is as a resident of this city. And so it's more so like a call, you know, to our creatives, no matter what you're doing, do it with pride, great joy. Do it with tenacity. Do it with conviction. Don't just do it to be doing, but remember, remind yourself why you are. And so, um, I, like I said, these words kind of wrote themselves. And I, the first draft was kind of done by exactly 4.14 in the morning. I said, that is <laughs> hilarious. You know, and then I'm one of those people who like, I sent the, you know, I emailed the the piece just say, hey, here's these words. And my own real challenge just to make sure that it was down to a minute and 30 seconds because I'll mm. just write forever. <laughs> so I want to make sure that the message is getting out. Uh, and I want to make sure that it's aligned with what the overall uh, message is. I don't want to tamper with that. Mm. I want to compliment it and not clash. Mm -hmm. And even before I went into the studio, I, I spoke it out just so like, you guys, is this what you want? You know, <laughs> Cause we can modify something or whatever. Like we're doing this in real time, but every poem is like a living, breathing document anyway. So it's not mm. like we can't modify something. I wanted to align with the vision and the message. Mm -hmm. And so after a couple takes and, uh, you know, running it back and you know, there you, there you have it. <laughs> but sometimes these pieces kind of write themselves and you don't even know that it's about to happen. Like I have, a couple poems that are dedicated to Milwaukee and I highlight artistry, but, you know, but this was specific to the work that we do as artists, mm. you know? So it's like, if I can't sit down, I want this, I wanted this poem to feel like you and I are talking right now. Like you can just sit down with me and I'm just, I'm just having a conversation with you, like a great exchange. So this is a way to get it out to the masses, uh, you know, in a short amount of time. But every creative who listens, I want them to feel like they're sitting right next to me. And I'm just like urging you to just get aligned and do what you came to do because it's already inside you, which means that if it's inside you, you're built for success. Mm. The gift inside you sets you up for success. There's only success found in that. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is get in position to just do it mm. and connect with somebody. You know, you, you're one connection away or encounter away from having your whole life changed. But you have to make that first step. You have to give a return on the things that was embedded inside of you because you didn't choose these gifts. You didn't ask for these skill sets. Mm. So you have to do something with it. 
So yeah, that was, uh, you know, but I had these conversations all the time. So like, again, this piece just kind of wrote itself. Um, and I'm glad that I was able to have the opportunity to be uh, paired with such amazing and captivating visuals. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I so. know. Oh my gosh. It was such an incredible honor and treat to follow Camille and Xavier around while they were, while they were capturing, as they say. I love it. Maybe share a little bit, Britt, about your connections, and I know there are some, to the arts organizations that are featured in the video. Oh yeah. Well, I work uh, for Milwaukee Youth Arts Center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm, in, I'm in management, you know, it's not the most glamorous thing, but, you know, we do what we have to do behind the scenes to make mm -hmm. sure that at the forefront is just our young people who come in, you know, when they're coming for acting classes and they're going in for practices for their recitals and our partner orgs that come in uh, that are using the spaces to, to do whatever they need to do so they can go continue to share their gifts. It's such, it's the big picture, right? And it's mm -hmm. like, how do you add into that? I'm just a driver to make mm -hmm. sure that it's carried out so that they feel they know that they are safe here, that our participants, that their parents, that our partners, everybody who walks through the door feels invited into the space um, and that they know that they're where they're going and what they're doing. And then how do we, you know, foster that? So I'm also I was a recipient in the fifth grade <clears throat> of uh, a two week scholarship for first age. Mm. <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> so it was like during the summertime. And then recently, actually, from like February into March, I got to lead. I got to be the lead teacher for the playwright and poetry class on Saturdays. Ooh. And it was the most amazing thing. I was like crying because I'm very <laughs> emotional. But seeing my young people create their own like plays and we did like a sit like it was like a reading. And they all created they created roles for everybody, including myself. So now mm -hmm. I get to act again, too. Oh, my gosh. Them. So fun. That's amazing. And they and we only had I only had an hour with them, and then it was four weeks, and the last week was presentations. So I'm just like, what they did, I just gave them a little direction and some guidelines. They took that so serious, you know, at mm -hmm. home outside of the space that we were convening at. So the next week they were ready and had more to add and had more to build. And I'm just like, this is awesome, mm -hmm. this is awesome, and I'm part of this. And so, uh, and then I'm also I've done work with the amazing Kothi Dance Company. Mm. Um, I've done two shows with them. Some of my favorite people are in that company. And it's just, it, it warms me to be so connected to so many amazing individuals um, that are just letting their light shine, doing their work, minding their mm. business and just doing their work <laughs> and just making an impact. And so, um, oh, and of course, I cannot, I will be remiss, Jeff. Mm. Jeff. Jeff. Oh, first of <laughs> all, connected with Arts at Large, which I, there are not enough thank yous for Arts at Large and what they've done for me um, as an artist, as a writer, to go up here and, and just do what I want to do and really push equity, you know, financially into the hands of, you know, of us. And then seeing um, Jeff do his, um, his residency at St. Kate. I'll be actually uh, providing a poem to go into his space. Wow. Uh, so I'm so excited for that. And he's just a beautiful soul. So like, even that, even like my, one of my words aligning to like a visual with him, like the word canvas and then what he did when we, so afterwards was mm. like, did you see how perfect that was? I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So like just being connected to these individuals 
on such a level outside of just artistry, but just know, getting to know them personally makes it that much more meaningful. Mm. You know, it's, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than mm-hmm. you. It's bigger than us. And so, yeah, that was, that's, that's like amazing to me. <laughs> that's so special. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And gosh, Britt, it strikes me. I mean, it's kind of uncanny that you wrote this poem in the voice of Milwaukee, urging her young artists and, and um, you know, helping them feel grounded and feel secure in their, in themselves and in their gifts and assuring them. And that is like literally what you're doing in your professional life. Also, you're facilitating mm-hmm. this stream of young people uh, to connect to the theater arts and musical arts. Um, so that's really special. That's kind of amazing. Yeah, most of my like career has centered around youth development mm-hmm. and art in the arts. So, you know, um, everything. I've been a camp counselor since 2006, <laughs> you know, so I don't really embarrass easily. You know, we're doing camp songs. We're up here getting this thing. And just to show you that you can just be be unique. Don't be like everybody else. Mm. Uh, being able to work in youth servant organizations as I continue to, to, to do that. And, you know, I'm working with young people. Now we got college students. I work with adults. So it's, it's you know, it it's good to be able to just meander saying like, I don't just belong to a my, they say, who's your target our target audience? Mm. Uh, everyone, anyone that will listen or be willing mm. to sit down with me. I don't, I don't have a target audience. I want to reach the world. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I want to reach everybody. Well, you clearly are reaching so many, so many artists at different stages of development through all of the work that you do. I would love if you could reflect Brit a little bit on where you see Milwaukee's creative community evolving to from here? I see a lot more of us going viral for our gifts. And I see a lot more opportunities um, for people to really, I think Milwaukee's really being put on the map uh, with social media, Mm. um, TikTok and things, you know, like those kind of things. But I think of us collectively, like doing tours together, you know, doing you know, so reaching different campuses or going to other states, you know, doing one of our incredible artists in the city, Nile by Nile. He just got done with a, a, like a little Midwest tour. Mm-hmm. Like, that's incredible. You got tour dates. You're doing it. You're, re- you're doing outreach for real. You know, you're betting on yourself and investing in themselves. So I see Milwaukee artists really investing in themselves outside of just investing in their craft. Mm. I'm talking about learning the business side so they can really advocate for themselves mm. and not just taking anything that's thrown at them, but learning the, the side saying, no, I'm not a pawn. I am an asset. Mm-hmm. I enhance you. You came to me. I was one being spoken in these uh, spaces and I want people to, to be confident in that. You are chosen. You can't escape that. You are chosen. Live in that power. And do what you came here to do. Milwaukee artists are investing in themselves, and that we're going to have more space and more opportunities uh, through organizations, you know, through whatever funds to go up there and do that for ourselves. So I want to travel all over and do this gift. So then people are going to invest in me, so I can go up here. So like, if I do one poem, if I do a performance, that's going to be enough to cover two tickets. So now my flights are taken care of. Now all I have to just do is connect to somebody out there to, you know, 
I can invest because I'm already doing the groundwork right in my own city. More opportunities and more opportunities. I'm so excited for this. That's mm-hmm. what I see. Like they won't be able to say art to street without saying Milwaukee. Damn, there. I feel like there's a tagline in there somewhere. <laughs> You're so eloquent. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about the other side of this, the flip side of this, because there is so much. Mm-hmm. There's such a wellspring of talent here, but a lot of people end up getting burnt out, or they get to a point in their careers where they feel like they can't be seen unless they're in LA or New York or Chicago or one of the bigger cities. What could, what could take place in Milwaukee to change that? What could allow Milwaukee to hold on to its talent better? Milwaukee has to value its talent enough to be more equitable. You know, not just a few hundred, put a comma in that there, all that money that was given in, uh, uh, by the you know what they said last night that was allocated it should be there should be grants that we can apply for that can help you know like you know what we're doing we can give you the rundown one thing I really appreciate about Imagine MKE right when the pandemic hit and we were quarantined they did a a fund to help artists I was actually one of the first mm. uh, so you can get up to five hundred dollars and so just give them a rundown of all the things that you've been doing like your artistic resume this that and the third um, and I was grateful enough to be in that first cohort that like received that, you know, they said, look, we know that you guys are losing gigs and all kind of other stuff. We wanted to go up here and help some sort of relief, mm-hmm. some, some sort of relief. Um, and that was important, but invest, invest in us, you know, even when it comes to, I have friends who were on a Summerfest stage, Summerfest, appreciate your artists, mm-hmm. your local talent a lot better Mm. you know Mm -hmm. truth this is true like so that more people would want to because if I had a very adverse experience why would I want to set up another person for that Mm. I'm gonna give you the real and then you make the decision for yourself you know venues don't make it so hard for us venues open up more spaces that you can that you that you are incorporated when we're uh, when they're booking um, mainstream artists or whoever to come here, make sure within that month or two or maybe quarterly block that you are booking at least three to four local artists. Mm-hmm. Showcase wise, no more than like four or five because nobody wants to be there for six hours waiting for their friends to perform. You know, so, like you need to be more thoughtful and intentional, but that also comes with us artists being vocal about what we want to because mm. we just take whatever and just like, okay, because I'm I'm just gigging here and there. I'm not taking it seriously until mm. you want to be taken seriously. You know, keep mm. up a contract, have some sort of understanding, ask for something off top, you know, commit, mm-hmm. show up on time. You cannot just be a quality artist. You have to be a quality person. That's the truth. You know, I see people who are very skilled and very talented, but you don't want to spend more than five minutes with their person afterwards. How can you even do business? Mm. And we, and also we need to be thoughtful about when we're performing. If everyone's performing on Friday, like, you know, mm. 414 day is going to be crazy. Uh-huh. You're not going to be able to get to everything. Yes. And it's great because you, of course, all the artists like, yeah, 414 day, 414 day. But how do we capitalize and maximize without 
Okay. On that note, Britt, I feel like we are overdue for having a 414 day festival. Yeah. Right. Right? Wouldn't that be be awesome? Yes. Summerfest grounds should just open up starting on 414 day and just have all day music, all day, all night music. And think about it. Vendors, Mm -hmm. everything. Just like your like your mini festival, and it's all your local artists. Everything that you're looking for mm. is already right here. We're all, we're the ones we've been waiting for. We're already right here, and looking at the different stages and saying this is conducive to what I how the performance I want to give off. So for me, mm. maybe not being on a super huge stage, I like more intimate venues. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want something more in house, you know. But we had but there's something to accommodate for everyone. A four one four day musical. How come we haven't had that yet? Seriously. Seriously. I'm with you. Seriously. All right. You and me, Britt, we're going to talk for next year. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Let's make it happen. Let's get those wheels. Let's get those wheels in motion. I want to just go back to something you said, Britt. Thank you so much for all of the reflections you just shared. They're all really profound. Um, I want to say like shout out to the Imagine team. That was the original Imagine team because it has been coming up. Um, We recently did some outreach to artists in our network who were recipients of the artist relief grants and reading through people's stories. It's just incredible to hear from artists of all disciplines about what that money meant to them in their personal lives and their professional lives. I mean, it brings tears to my eyes to think about some of those testimonials. So huge shout out to the original, the OG uh, Imagine staff Daisy, yeah, MacArthur, Antigua, Lindsay Sheridan, Antoine Carter, um, for you know really making that a reality. Oh, and I would be remiss if I didn't say Rachel Shields Ebersol. That crew did some really profound work in the early days of Imagine, and it still has a ripple effect. So just wanna just wanna say that. And Mac is also PA, or he used to be. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're we're heavy on the PA alums at uh at yes. Imagine. So and we had Cindy yes. Ho, who was a fantastic, fantastic intern as well. So mm-hmm. well, Britt, this is so fun to chat with you. Thank you for sharing this space with me. And thank you so much for your contribution to this year's 414 Day video. I can't wait to see what the response is. I am like all tingly and excited about it. I think your comment earlier about how you hope the artists feel that you're speaking directly to them. I don't know how they're not going to feel that with your performance. <laughs> so huge kudos to you. And um, Thank you. before I let you go, though, I do want to ask you, how do people follow you? How can people learn more about your amazing involvements in our artistic community and and where to see you perform? Absolutely. Um, IG is great poetically Brit with one T um, on the book of faces. I'm just Brit Nicole with one T. Um, I think that's the, the most ones, or if someone is interested in getting involved or wanting to connect, you can always email me at Brit Nicole, the poet at gmail.com. Email is great. Uh, Facebook is, you know, probably second. <laughs> I check the inbox sometimes. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming. So just, mm. you know, email might be better. But yeah, uh, please, if you're able, ever able to, I host Lyrical Sanctuary at UWM. Um, next month is our last one for the semester, May 3rd. And it's our student showcase. So we highlight students from UWM 
group and coming consistently and wanting to just, you know, we just let them get their shine. Um, mm-hmm. We've been doing it for, because I was the second year. I think we've been doing it for about eight years now, I want to say something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's not longer. Um, so please get connected there. If you're ever at the Milwaukee Youth Art Center, you might see me around. Say, hey, <laughs> I'm usually out in these streets. Shout out to Ajamu Butler, Brother Hill the Hood. Um, we always are doing, uh, uh, participating in block parties throughout the city. The next one is May 27. So please get connected. Look on Google or Facebook or whatever to get that information. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm around and about somewhere slightly at an open mic maybe sometimes I'm hidden uh but yeah so connect with me email is great uh Facebook is good IG is good stay connected to what I'm doing I got some more things please listen to the album Nocturnal Butterfly on Bandcamp right now it's exclusively on Bandcamp at some point I'm going to move it over to other platforms and um Google Moods Melanin and Magic a manifesto purchase the book I am the Shepherd Express best Milwaukee author of 2022, the first black woman to win it. So, you know, we're changing mm-hmm. the narrative. Please, if you're like, who is she and how does she win this? Please, if you like poetry or you know someone who does, purchase the book. Invest in yourself and someone else and you will see why. Or just come over to meet me. We're all good. <laughs> Have a conversation. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Britt, for your time and energy today. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Happy 414 Day, people. Happy 414 Day. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review, or contact us. Creative MKE is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Elizabeth Gasparka. The show's theme music was written and produced by Bobby Drake. To catch all the latest from Imagine MKE, hit us up at Twitter and Instagram at Imagine underscore MKE or Facebook. Imagine MKE.